When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, what is going on, Laker fans? Thank you very much for tuning in. Lakers talk tonight on this Monday night. We'll go till 8 o'clock. A lot of stuff to get into around the NBA. How about the NBA? Who's going to wait for the NBA draft coming up on Thursday? Who wants to wait for the uh, free agency to start on July 1st? Deals already happening. So a lot of this show tonight, um, we'll kind of talk about the effects of what's going on around the league, how that affects the Los Angeles Lakers. Of course, I'll talk Bradley Beal to the Suns. Uh, The CP3 situation, still fluid, still kind of figuring out uh, what's going to happen in regards to that. Draymond Green opting out of his contract. Kyle Kuzma opting out of his. And there was some rumblings about maybe him uh, potentially coming back to the Lakers. So we got a lot to get into. Thought the phone number. Uh, Just a reminder here. I know we've been doing Lakers talk for years now, but a lot of the philosophy and the foundation of Lakers talk is to take Laker calls. So anything you guys want to get into, 877 710 ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. I'm going to have a guest on at 7.30. Uh, Dwayne Rankin, who covers the Phoenix Suns for AZ Central. I want to get his thoughts on the Beal deal to the Suns and just what that scope means for the Western Conference. Stephen A. Smith still thinks the Lakers are better than the Suns. Um, Chris Paul spent the last couple of years... In Phoenix, does he think that would be a good fit for the Lakers? If there's anybody that's watched Chris Paul on a night-in, night-out basis, it's him. So he'll join us at 7.30. Let's start off with this. I want to start not necessarily the specifics of Bradley Beal getting traded to the Phoenix Suns, but I want to talk more about how things are already starting to go down around the NBA and that there are a lot of teams... You know, obviously, whether you're in the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference, you're going to start chasing the Denver Nuggets. And there are teams, I'm sure, out there in the East, the Boston Celtics, the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, first, those squads got to just get out of the Eastern Conference first. But they're saying to themselves, the Miami Heat, um, they're saying to themselves, how can we compete with the Denver Nuggets? But you don't have to go to the Eastern Conference to have that conversation. Come look in the West. And... I thought the Bradley Beal deal that went down yesterday, what was that? I don't know, around 12, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, whenever it was on a Sunday, just trying to enjoy my Sunday afternoon, you know? And here it comes down that the deal, Bradley Beal is going to go to the Phoenix Suns. Um, what that indicated to me, more than anything else, forget the details, at least for now, I'll get into the details. What it indicated for me was... There's probably going to be a lot of moving and shaking going on here as everyone's trying to position themselves to try to catch the Denver Nuggets. Now, how you get there, it's different for everybody. The Lakers, obviously, their blueprint of how they got to the Western Conference Finals is not ideal. Um, it's not a template that I think a lot of other teams use. You got your two stars. You made a trade a year and a half ago that went awful and then you were trying to uh, figure it out 
really for about a year, but you finally figured out the trade deadline. You got enough pieces to where you actually put together a squad, and the next thing you know, things lined up, and you're in the Western Conference Finals against the Denver Nuggets. Phoenix, Matt Ishbia, who's their new owner, is incredibly, incredibly aggressive since he took over ownership. I mean, just think about what happened to the Phoenix Suns. And we can make an argument, hey, which roster do you like better, the Lakers or the Suns? But let me put that to the side for a quick second. Think about what he's did, what he's done since he took over the Phoenix Suns. He traded everything they have. Nice pieces in Mikhail Bridges. Cam Johnson, a nice player. Uh, Jay Crowder was part of that deal. Um, number one draft picks left and right, uh, or I'm sorry, first round draft picks left and right to go get Kevin Durant. Um, he eventually fires Monty Williams, their coach, hires uh, Lakers' old uh, head coach, Frank Vogel, um, and then goes out and does the blockbuster yesterday of saying, CP3, you're gone. I don't know if I want to call it a blockbuster. I don't want to be too dramatic here. CP3 is out. Landry Shamit is out. They only gave up second rounders after that, and they go get really the big thing that the Wizards were trying to do is just, can we get this money off the books? And the Phoenix Suns and Matt Ishbia said, no problem. We'll take Bradley Beal. And uh, he, he eventually now is a part of the Phoenix Suns. We haven't even got to Thursday, which is the NBA draft. Free agency doesn't start till July 1st. Um, you know teams like the Golden State Warriors aren't going to just sit around and not do anything. You know teams like the Sacramento Kings are saying to themselves, damn, what a season that we had. We want to build off of this. They want to take everything they did and getting, you know, going seven games against the Golden State Warriors, eventually losing. Um, but they want to build from where they're from. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies and the Lakers, we remember that series in the in the uh, first round. I'm sure Memphis is saying to themselves, yeah, we're not going to have Ja Morant for 25 games, but we've won without Ja Morant. And on top of that, uh, they'll eventually get healthy. You know they want to make moves. The Clippers are just saying, hey, can we just have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard for one playoff run? Um, I, I set it up that way because the West is just going to be so competitive. And whether you like Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns or you don't, that's a lot of freaking talent on one team. And what did they give up? This is the one thing that I continue to say. Travis and I talked about a little bit about it this morning. Um, I don't want to see more talent in the West, right? Uh, you know, when Kevin Durant got traded from Brooklyn, he went to Phoenix. I'm like, really? Out of you, you couldn't have picked an Eastern Conference team. You got to come back to the Western Conference. Um, and even in this case with Bradley Beal coming to the Western Conference and joining Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton and Kevin Durant and Frank Vogel and who else is still on that team? Um, I know they got to fill out the rest of the roster, but it just adds talent to the Western Conference. And I'm not telling you that the Phoenix Suns are going to go win an NBA championship. No question about it. The Denver Nuggets will be the favorite, but Phoenix will be a tough out. Of course they will. That's a um, you need depth. You need to fill out a roster. You need to have guys that know their role. They got a lot to figure out, but they have a lot of talent. And I think you know what's going to happen in the rest of the rest of the Western Conferences. Teams are going to try to follow suit, and if they got to be you know more aggressive, I'm sure they will be. Or maybe there might be teams that just say, "Hey, we can't compete with Denver. We can't compete with some of the other teams in the West. Let's just be sellers for now." And now is not the time to compete. As far as the actual details of the trade. The CP3 portion of the Washington Wizards becomes interesting. It becomes interesting just because he's been tied to the Los Angeles Lakers. So we know that ultimately, I saw uh, Brian Windhorst had said this a little bit earlier today. 
um, he said on Get Up. He said, I think Chris Paul was happy to play the Phoenix Suns this year, but if he wasn't going to play in Phoenix, he would prefer to be with his family in L.A. as he nears the end of his career. So the the, the tie-ins have already been there with Chris Paul and potentially the Los Angeles Lakers. I want to go back to a conversation I had during a crosstalk today. So Travis and I finishing our show. Obviously, we, uh, we, we link up with Mason and Ireland. Today was John Ireland. And it was Ramona Shelburne who were on. And we were having the conversation, the back and forth on Chris Paul. By the way, just a quick reminder, Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Appreciate their partnership. We're doing crosstalk earlier today. And John was just throwing out hypotheticals, right, that, hey, would you do this? Let's say the Lakers or there were some rumors of some rumor trades out there. Would you trade for Chris Paul? And I think part of the conversation was Mo Bamba, Malik Beasley, and then maybe potentially the number 17 pick, the dollars work, would you trade for Chris Paul? If you're the Clippers, would you do it? And you're going to throw in Terrence Mann and blah, 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 would you do it? And... You know, Ramona said something that I couldn't agree more with. And this is this is my thoughts and my feelings as this initial first trade goes down um, in the offseason. And now every team kind of what the, what the um, reaction is going to be, what the domino effect is going to be. Ramona said, why would you trade for him? And the argument is, well, technically you trade for him because there's, there could be other competition out there. Um, to make sure that you get him, or it only you know it takes two to tangle. What if there's another squad out there that says, you know what, we'll take our chances with Chris Paul, and and we'll go from there. Where, where I stand on this, and and what I've kind of said from the beginning, since that article came out or the tweets came out last week about um, maybe there will be a uh, maybe he will get waived and. Um, you know, he'll still get his money and he'll agree to some kind of buyout with the Phoenix Suns. It didn't happen that way. He got traded, so now he's got to do it with the Wizards. But ultimately, for me, I think this is an easy one. Would I want Chris Paul on the Los Angeles Lakers? Sure. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the worst idea. Um, I think you have to have a point guard that's there that, whether it's D'Angelo Russell or Dennis Schroeder, you got to have a point guard there that's going to kind of do most of the work during the regular season. But the only way I want Chris Paul as a Los Angeles Laker is he signed the vet minimum with the Lakers because he got bought out by the Washington Wizards. What I don't want to try to find a way to get 38 Chris Paul, 38-year-old Chris Paul in the Lakers is because we had to go trade for him and he's now taking up $30 million of salary cap on the roster. No, thank you. What I really would like to see the Lakers do this offseason, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura. Okay, what are you going to do about the point guard position? Is there a point guard out there or a play out there to do a sign and trade if that was at all possible with D'Angelo Russell? Okay, that doesn't happen. Is D'Angelo Russell coming back and D'Lo gets kind of the bulk of the minutes and the bulk of the 82 games he can kind of carry you? and then, you know, you figure it out, obviously, come trade deadline or by the time you get to the playoffs. What does not sound appealing to me is actually trading for Chris Paul. This whole time, you know, my thought process was, 
yeah, if we could just get Chris Paul for the vet's minimum, cool. What I don't want to do is go use actual assets, valuable assets, and use a, a significant amount of your your payroll to go to Chris Paul. That does not sound like a good idea for the Los Angeles Lakers. And there was an article a little bit earlier today, um, and uh, this was uh, from Brad Turner. And it, it was, yeah, the Lakers would be interested in Chris Paul. at <laughs> The vet's minimum. And that's where I think it makes most sense. What it doesn't make sense for is to obviously go out there and try to spend a, a ton of assets to go try to get him. Now, uh, he could end up with the Los Angeles Clippers. I got to be honest with you, if that happens, okay, it is what it is. Like, I, I don't think the world's going to shift or change if he ended up there. And like I said, what what the way I look at this more than anything else is if he is here, he's here specifically because he wanted to be in L.A. He wanted a chance at, uh, at, at taking a run at an NBA championship, wanted to play with Braun and Anthony Davis. That's really the only scenario that I could see. Not he's taken up 30-plus million dollars of cap space. No, uh, no thank you on that one. Okay. Um, there was also some news that came out a little bit earlier today on Draymond Green. I want to tie this actually back to the Lakers. By the way, if you want to uh, call in any of the, the dialogue or the conversation on the CP3 stuff, 877-710-ESPN. Uh, Draymond Green opts out of his contract and now is a, a free agent. We know he's good friends with LeBron James. We know uh, he's a part of Clutch. But I, I want to talk about what I hope happens with Draymond Green and what I think will happen uh, with Draymond Green. So we'll do that coming up next. Plus, um, really good article from Eric Pincus on the Lakers' five biggest problems heading into the summer. I want to spend, there was a couple of those bullet points that I really like that we'll spend some time on. Uh, appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Stay right here. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I appreciate everybody being a part of the show. I'll throw out the phone number, 877-710-ESPN. We're having a little chat there on Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns, what that means. The Suns better than the Los Angeles Lakers. There's uh, a blueprint right now around the NBA, and I think the Denver Nuggets, I mean, listen, we've seen it before. The Golden State Warriors have done it. Um, The Milwaukee Bucks certainly have a, a blueprint of, Trying to build out your roster and your team, stopping this whole, you know, you need three big stars and figuring it out from there. Well, Phoenix is all in. You could call it four big-time players, right? DeAndre Ayton, whether they keep him or they decide, let's go get some role players for Ayton. They got a, a pretty impressive roster. Let's take a quick call here. B, 
Big Rob in Inglewood. Big Rob, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up, baby? Hey, I'm just going to say, Stephen A. Smith is crazy thinking the Lakers is better than the Phoenix Suns. First of all, LeBron James is getting older, and now we're talking about bringing in older cats. Our sixth man better be a vending machine inside of the locker room full of Icy Hot or Ben Gay. All right? And the next thing is, before I go, anybody that says that the Lakers is better than the Phoenix Suns, that's like saying Whippy Goldberg looks better than Beyonce. That's well, I pre- Big Rob, I appreciate Thank you for the examples. I, I That helps when you could set some examples there. Well, th- this is – so for those who don't know, Stephen A. this morning, um, he did his top five NBA title contenders for next season. First off, let's let's be clear here. Everyone, wherever we jump to conclusion, we have no idea how Phoenix is going to fill up the rest of their roster. And the Lakers got some question marks, right? What if – Another team comes out there and just offers stupid money to Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. Are the Lakers going to have to make a, a decision where they'll take one or the other? Um, I, I think Reeves is coming back for sure, but I think Rui's the one where it's going to depend on probably what his price is in the market. Um, we got to figure out how the Lakers fill up the rest of their roster. Will Chris Paul be a part of the team? Will he not be part of the team? But Stephen A. did this, and when he put out his five title contenders, he had Nuggets at one, Celtics at two, Bucks at three, Lakers at four, and the Phoenix Suns at five. So Stephen A. thinking that even with the moves that the Phoenix Suns just made, um, that's not going to be enough to have a better roster than the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, I... I will say this because I, I did hear a lot of people um, and Dwayne Rankin, who covers the Suns for AZ Central, he's going to join us in about um, seven or eight minutes or so. And I, I want to not just talk about Beal to the Suns. I'm more interested in what he thinks, how that team shapes up in the Western Conference. Should the Lakers really make a big play for CP3 since he's got to see Chris Paul in uh, Phoenix for the last couple of years? Um, I actually think the, the Beal deal... There's a lot of people that I think are more pessimistic about it. I'm not that pessimistic about it. I, I, I think that to not have Chris Paul on your roster anymore, I think is fine. Um, I didn't think that they I don't think they gave up anything for Bradley Beal. And does Beal have a lot of work to do? Do those three players have to stay healthy? Is that contract absolutely ridiculous? Yes, it is. But you guys know how the NBA works. In two years, you can flip that contract. That's just how the NBA has worked for a long time, where every time you're like, oh my gosh, that's a really, really bad contract. Russell Westbrook was still getting traded with his contract. Chris Paul's still getting traded with his contract. So you can have absurd contracts, at least with Bradley Beal. He's 29 now. He'll be 33 by the time his contract's done. So at least age-wise, it's not like you're signing from 35 to 38. Now, will the fit be there? Do they have enough role players? Um do they have? There's only one basketball, so you have how you figure all that out. That's that's kind of a, a different question, to be honest. I think that's a, that's a more interesting one. Daniel in Santa Monica. Daniel, what's going on? Thank you for calling in. Hey, what's up, Al? Thanks for taking my call. Got it, man. Um, yeah, you know, I think yeah, I think the deal thing is cool. I mean, that's you know, you know, it's kind of hard not to love that you know addition to that team. I just think it makes them kind of top heavy. They, they should probably split Dayton into like a couple of complimentary role players make it interesting, but I wanted to ask you a question, and I think it's a good way to, like, maybe inform us on how we should go about the offseason. I don't think we should try to make a big splash about doing the three superstar thing. I think it's the day and age of, like, a, a good combo, one-two punch with some depth. 
But what do you think that if we had DeRozan this playoff run instead of like D'Lo, I get you need a point guard, but we would have figured it out, right? But like, like if we had a DeRozan, do you think that we would have beat the Nuggets? Uh, Daniel, I appreciate you calling in. So it's so tough to. It's so tough to just kind of, all right, go back to a series that you got swept and slot this player in and take him out. D'Lo did nothing for the Lakers against the Nuggets. So, I mean, if I could have suited up, I think we would have probably got some more productive minutes. Obviously, I'm uh, I'm BSing there, but you, you know what I'm referring to is that he didn't do anything. And DeMar DeRozan is a real, real player. You know, a lot of frustration why some people had when Russell Westbrook got traded to the Lakers is DeMar DeRozan was coming out in these pods. It's like, hey, I want to be a Laker. Um, Magic, I think, at one point said DeRozan's agent had called him like, hey, make this happen. He wants to be a Los Angeles Laker. That's why the DeMar DeRozan thing was always tied back to the Lakers. I don't know if they beat him, but I know one player did nothing, and that's my hesitation with D'Angelo Russell. I do get concerned that... It, the goal will not be to make the playoffs next year. It won't be to make the Western Conference Finals either. You just did that. The goal will be, how do you get to the NBA Finals and actually compete to win the whole thing? Is D'Lo your answer? I, I, I worry about that. I don't worry about that in the regular season. I worry about that in the postseason. Um, but that's not going to happen because it doesn't matter because DeMar DeRozan is not going anywhere, or at least he's not coming to the Lakers because – I don't think there'd be interest from a team like Chicago saying, let's grab D'Angelo Russell in a sign-and-trade. There, um, there was an article, I read this a little bit earlier, um, about Kyle Kuzma potentially back to the Lakers. Well, that would, again, that would take one of those sign-and-trade type of deals. Kuzma, maybe a, maybe that's a little bit different of a story. But there are there, there's some, I think there's some franchises out there that, that would have their hesitation in doing a sign-and-trade and saying, yes, we want D'Angelo Russell. I wouldn't be surprised if that does not exist or doesn't exist in some type of a return where the Lakers are then interested on uh, on their side of things. Um, thank you to uh, Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. We come back. I want to spend a few minutes with Dwayne uh, Rankin, who covers the uh, Phoenix Suns for AZ Central. We'll talk about that deal, where he thinks Suns roster better or the Lakers better uh, roster. Three guys that have incredible talent or better to build an actual team um, and how much that fits and if he thinks Chris Paul would be a good fit for the Lakers. We'll do all that coming up next. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Stay right here. Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. 
your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I don't want to welcome in uh, Dwayne Rankin, who covers the Phoenix Suns for AZ Central. We spent a lot of time with Dwayne during the uh, regular season every time the Lakers the, played the Suns. Um, Dwayne, I, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, hope you're enjoying the off season. Nothing really going on in Phoenix, huh? They got a little bit, a little bit happening. Um, <laughs> just, just, just a tad. Yeah, it's very could quiet. Be more though. Yeah, could, could be that, more. that's right. Could be, could be more. Well, I, I'll, I'll lead off with this. Um, as best as I can, and you know, I'll kind of try to tie all this back to the Lakers. But Bradley Beal gets traded to the Phoenix Suns. And today was interesting for me. I had my radio show in the morning and just listened to kind of everybody else's conversation as well. Kind of a polarizing topic. It's either what are the Phoenix Phoenix Suns doing and, you know, it's they're so top-heavy, there's no depth. And didn't you just watch the Denver Nuggets just win an NBA championship and how they did it? Versus other people saying, yeah, that's a lot of talent on that team. And talent usually wins. I'm not saying it wins every time. But you just try to get as much talent as you can and see if you could make the pieces work and find ways um, for all those puzzle pieces to connect. Your thoughts on that trade initially, and where do you think that puts the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference? I mean, we're in a co- professional league of a copycat. So when the team does something, then it leads to everyone thinking, well, you got to do the same thing. Well, clearly that's not the case here with the Suns. Um, you know, looking at Denver, they had their core. But they made moves too. I mean, bringing in Caldwell Pope, bringing in uh, Bruce Brown, yep. uh, making the trade, uh, Bones Highland. Um, you know, though they – you know they and, and they traded for Aaron they, Gordon. Uh, what right, I don't know exactly. Gordon, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean they they, you know the core was there with Murray, Jokic, and you could say Porter Jr. But you know they made moves around that. So, um, so I, I get that part in terms of you know what Denver did and, and, and congrats to the Nuggets. I think when you just look at just when you look at them adding Bill, um, they got younger. Because obviously Paul was 38, Bill's 30. Bill is a uh, a proven scorer. Booker has uh, become more of a playmaker, so that leads to thinking, okay, well Booker can 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 slide into this lead guard role, and and have Durant and Bill play off of that, and vice versa. You got three guys that demand a double team, so you, you know, <laughs> so somebody's going to be open, you know, if they if if the offense is ran effectively. So when I look at it from that perspective, they're going to be very difficult to guard. But on the flip side, you know, you do wonder defensively, you know, and depth. I mean, but depth was an issue last year. Um, obviously, Matt Ishbia wants to uh, wants to. He's made two ginormous trades, and 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 they didn't do that um, to lose in the second round again. So if, if I'm putting all that into a pot and looking at what the Suns have. I got to think whatever they end up doing with Aiden, 
whether they keep or trade, is going to be huge. And then from there, we'll have a better idea of what they could be. Um, but just looking at it with Aiton, uh, I mean, they should be right there to, 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 to compete for a championship. I mean, the Lakers uh, obviously made it to the conference finals. They got swept by the Nuggets. The Nuggets lost four games in the postseason. Two were against Phoenix. So if you're just looking at it from that perspective, you know, Phoenix should be right there with Denver in terms of coming out of the West. Um, Dwayne, I'm, I'm going to kind of shift here on the CP3 piece of this. Um, there was some association a little bit with the Lakers before he was eventually traded and, and Bradley Beal comes there. Right. Still some association. Brian Winhurst was saying this morning that um, he probably most likely in a perfect world wants to be in L.A. So that doesn't mean it's just the Lakers, right. but you got the Clippers here as well. Um, what what do you think, hypothetically, if Chris Paul was a Los Angeles Laker, you've got a chance to see him every single night for these last couple of years. Um, knowing a little bit about this Lakers team, their roster, how far they got last season, I know there's still a lot of question marks in the offseason for every team. Right. Lakers got to go try to find a way to bring back Reeves and Rui and see what they'll do with D'Angelo Russell. But um, h- how do you think Chris Paul would play in L.A. for the Lakers? Well, first off, looking at Chris Paul and, and LeBron James and the relationship, I think it would be different than when LeBron played with Carmelo and when LeBron played with uh, D. Wade in Cleveland. If it, it, I, I think it would be more of Chris having the ball. And, and you know, LeBron, uh, we know he loves to have the ball, but, you know, he's reaching a point in the career where that's, you know, that's, that's taxing on the legs, and I think Chris could help in that regard and handling some of the ball handling duties. For one, that's just off the top. Two, you're talking about a guy who understands each and every intricacy of the game. So he's going to have a, 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 an intelligence about it, going to help guys who aren't used to being in certain spots, being in certain spots, because Chris knows where every person needs to be on the court. So from that perspective, he comes in with the, with the great basketball knowledge, and that, that obviously helps your team. On the flip side, he's been injury prone. He missed the last four games of the Nuggets series with a growing injury. And so you got to be going into it if you're the Lakers and you say, okay, look, if we get Chris Paul, we should expect he's not going to play the whole season. Probably should expect he played. If they get 60 games out of him, that would be like, wow. You know, 60 to 65, if they get 65, let me put it this way, they get 65 to 70 games of Chris Paul, that would be a win in the regular season. Uh, so if you, if you add all that up, he, to me, he would be a fit there because he, he knows how to set the table better than most point guards, if not all point guards in the league in terms of setting the table, not playing in terms of actual play um, and talent, but setting the table, he's as good as anybody. And that would help all parties involved. Pick and roll with, with Anthony Davis. That could be, that would be, not could be, that would be. <laughs> That would be something to deal with Hmm. if you're playing this team. No no question about that. Dwayne Rankin, who uh, covers the Phoenix Suns, AZ Central out in Phoenix, kind of giving his thoughts here on the Bradley Beal deal and if Chris Paul would be a good fit. It's it's interesting what you said because the more I think about Chris Paul, and and I think the Lakers, if they did – 
acquire him. My hope is that there's no trade for him. It's just, you know, if he decides, hey, he wants to be a Laker, and if he's got he the ability to get out, right. bought out by the Washington Wizards, exactly, right. they, they, they could sign him to a vet's minimum. But the way the way I look at it is they're going to have another guard there with them. So whether that's um, Dennis Schroeder, probably most likely Dennis Schroeder, or if it's D'Angelo Russell, but I, either way, I think the Chris Paul piece of the regular season, that's the only thing that concerns me with him is you just use him too much. Do you really need Chris Paul in a – like I, I get what you're saying, that it would be amazing if he could give you 60, 65 games, but I almost would want to play it the other way, Dwayne, if he ended up with the Lakers. It's okay if he played 45 or 50. And just just so he has a legitimate shot at – being a part of the postseason and his body doesn't break down. Um, and I know, look, it could be a specific play that it, sometimes it could just be bad luck, but you'd almost prefer that he just has a limited role during the regular season and then more impact come postseason. You know what? That all sounds good in theory, but the reality is that you're talking about a guy that wants to play. Mm. And, and, and it's a very prideful, this is a very prideful person. And so for for them to say, hey Chris, won't you you sit sit this game? Won't you sit that game? Won't you sit a couple games sporadically throughout the season? We we you know, they, they could say, well, we're going to strategize this, you know, whatever it is to get him through it. He's going to be like, wait, man, you know, <laughs> I want to play. Now the long term, if you can convince him of this idea, that would be. I, look, you, you you start giving Rob Palenka some awards right now. He, him, and Tarvin Ham can sit Chris Paul in a room and say, "Hey, if you we only need you for a certain amount of games, sure, we'd like for you to sit." He, he it's going to be it's hard. It would be hard for me to see him after seeing him for three years and having conversations with him about playing. Like he he just he, he's not the guy that wants to sit. And so to put that thought in his head that, that, that this is what the plan is, has it worked? Kawhi Leonard, Toronto, yes. But uh, even especially if you say something to Chris, hey, man, you're 38, he's going to be like, what? I mean, he, he, he's not, he's not going to respond well. To Taking that, that as a challenge. I do. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's not going to respond well to that. Now, you know, again, maybe with LeBron being there, they can have that talk. Maybe that's. To me, LeBron could be the difference in the whole thing. He could be the guy that could be like, Chris, look, man, this is this is it for us. This is our mm. last mm. shot to do this. And we're together now. Come on, man, let's let's make some adjustments here. Be more, uh, be more strategic about it. Dwayne, I, I got one more for you, and we're going to let you go, and I, I do appreciate you taking the time. Um, this one, let's stay in the Western Conference for a quick second. I think you and I can both, just fans of the NBA, we know how critical Draymond Green has been to what the Golden State Warriors have built uh, over the course of the last 10 years or so. And whether it's the Lakers trying to get past the, you know, the Golden State Warriors or Denver or go, go down the list. Every Western Conference team has had a shot over the last 10 years and they've had an incredible amount of success. Draymond um, announced today that he's turning down that final year, and he's obviously right. going to try to get paid. This could be his last opportunity to really get a contract. Do you see any scenario that plays out where he's not still a Golden State Warrior? 
I, I just honestly, I guess the way I'm looking at it is, I, I think it would be interesting. For, I, I think both could use a change. I'm not saying that that you know Draymond back at Golden State wouldn't be a, wouldn't be a great thing. I mean, I, I, I would love to see a guy who was was part of that part of that run, part of the run of championships and dynasty to finish his career in, 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 at Golden State. I, I, that to me, having a guy like that play his entire career with one team, I think that would be great. But on the flip side, it's like I would love to, I would love to see how he would do, how he would impact another team, hmm. like a team that need that. Because if the team that would get him is obviously thinking we need this guy. Because, like you're talking about him getting paid, they would pay him, you know, uh, you know, to, to bring him in. So, on the team that would need him, they feel like they need him to maybe even get over the hump or to become a whatever it is. Hmm. I would love to see that and see how that would work with Draymond in a new environment. I, I, I think that would be one of the biggest storylines. He goes back to Ghost, they'll be like, okay, he goes to another team. That's a whole nother thing, and I, I think it would be interesting to see how that was, how it would play, and how Ghost State would play without him. You know, what, what does that look like without him on the court for, you know, for the foreseeable future? Well, you you don't have to sell me on that one. If he uh, leaves the Warriors, um, I, I think one of the, I think that dynasty. Um, I, I think trying to rebuild that without uh, Draymond Green doesn't sound like. Um, it, I'm sure there's a lot of teams in the Western Conference who would love to see Draymond end up somewhere else. Dwayne, um, thank you so much for uh, taking the time on this Monday night. I greatly appreciate it. All right, brother? All right, guy. You take it easy. All right, Matt. Thank you. That's Dwayne Rankin. Covers the Suns. Got us a little bit of uh, the, the NBA that went on. A lot of stuff, a lot of focus and attention these last 48 hours in Phoenix. And then still kind of that attention with Chris Paul potentially coming to the Lakers. Um do a couple things here when we come back. So I know we got a few calls that are waiting. Stay patient. I'll try to get to your phone calls uh, when we return. And I want to actually spend a second on this Draymond Green stuff as well, the, the fact that he did opt out of his contract. And on this day in 2000, Lakers won their first title with Shaq and Kobe. Can I reminisce for a second? I want to do that as well. We'll do all that coming up next. Thank you for being a part of the show. Stay right here. Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, let's go out to uh, Greg in Lawndale. Greg, what's going on, brother? Hi, Flea. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Congratulations on the Mandy. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, I'm just thinking about, you know, the Lakers, how uh, Colorado took care of them. I mean, they didn't wipe them out, but they beat them four in a row. And I think all this optimism about the Lakers is great, but you can still see they're just – they don't threaten anybody with their shooting. And I know you just don't get shooters, pick them off a tree, but they need shooters. And Reeves was nice, a nice little fill-in. He's okay, but, you know, when Murray was shooting that ball, you can you can just feel it, like it was going in every time the guy touched the ball. They don't have that threat. And that, I think, separates them from being in the Western Conference Final and to being in the Finals. They, I don't know how you find these guys. It's, it's hard to build a roster, but... Until they can do something like that, it's just you know they'll be good, but they're not gonna they're not gonna get back to the finals. Well, well, I'll tell you this, Greg, and thank you for calling in. I appreciate you weighing on hold as well. Um, I think a couple things come to my mind that the Lakers getting to the Western Conference Finals it was a surprise. Let's let's not all none of us should sit here and pretend that oh yeah yeah I I knew the Lakers were gonna get to the playoffs and then do some damage and take out Memphis, take out the Warriors and get to the Western Conference Finals and be four games away from getting to the NBA Finals. I know they got swept. It is what it is. But I don't think anybody really thinks if they brought back the exact same roster, don't make any changes, that it's going to be Lakers and the Nuggets, no question about it, back in the Western Conference Finals, and it's anybody's. No, Braun will be a year older. Um, teams will make some adjustments on the Lakers. I, I do think the shooting that you're talking about, um, the, the continuity – will certainly be better, but so will the continuity for the Denver Nuggets. Other teams are already showing, hey, we got to go compete. The Phoenix Suns went and made a uh, a trade for Bradley Beal. Whether that's the right answer or it's not, teams are not going to sit around and just wait to see if, hey, maybe the Lakers can get back to the Western Conference Finals and potentially get back to uh, uh, give themselves a shot to get to the Finals. So this is Palenka's job. This is the front office's job is to go find ways to get that roster better for this upcoming year. That's going to be the challenge. Solomon and Lake Balboa. What's going on, Solomon? Hey, I'm good, Alan. Nice to hear your voice. I hope I'm not going to go all over the map, but it's kind of like DeRozan, D'Lo, and, and, uh, and Beasley. Uh, the Beasley trade definitely makes Arizona a much better, I think, contender than they were. Uh, DeRozan, such a shame that that, that you know, got, went in the toilet and we didn't get him. Uh, and because... D'Lo is another one of those mercurial players, which the Lakers can't afford to keep. Uh, like the previous caller was saying, you need a stable score, someone you can depend on night in, night out that's going to you know, put the ball in the basket for you. And getting Chris Paul eh, for the right price for a year, okay, uh, he'd better agree to you know, a, a limited role during the regular season because 
uh, you know, I, 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 the Lakers a waste. cannot have someone yeah, going it, down in so, the playoffs so, again. Solman, it's know? a waste, right? Like if, if he, and I appreciate sure. you calling in. First off, he's got to come in for the Vets minimum, and if that all works out, cool. If it doesn't, all right, move on. Um, but the point that you made, I was talking to Dwayne Rankin about this, is, yeah, I'm with you. You can't have I, – I don't see a scenario that exists. You want him to play 60, 65 games and then go to the postseason where he's already been injured, I think, six out of eight years? Nah, no, thank you. I don't think that, that makes any sense. Um, the Draymond piece of this that I, I said I want to get into real quick, uh, Draymond Green um, becomes a free agent. Hey, I, I would love nothing more than for Draymond Green to not return to the Golden State Warriors. Um I've always heard Michael Thompson talk about this, that he thinks Clay Thompson's the most important piece within that three because when Clay has good games and he shoots well, they almost always win. But I, I, I argue that I think Draymond is such an important foundational piece. You don't have to like the guy, uh, but you better respect the way he plays basketball and kind of the, the sacrifices that he's made throughout his career to do what was in the best interest of the team. Has he made mistakes? Absolutely he does. But I'm a fan of Draymond's game. I'm a fan of what he brings to the table. Um, if the Golden State Warriors did not find a way, you're almost looking for that team. I heard Ramona Shelburne say this uh, earlier today where it, it was on, uh, I think, NBA Today where she said, Maybe a team like Detroit who's got a ton of cap space and he's from Michigan. Maybe they come in and they offer him a contract. He's like, all right, I'm just going to go and you know get paid in my last contract. Uh, the Warriors are nickel and diming me, whatever you want to call it. But if Draymond Green is not on that team, I'm sorry. That whole – the Golden State Warriors are not the same team and they already look like they're moving in the wrong direction. Uh, but I got a feeling if he said put your money on where Draymond's going to end up, I think he's going to end up right back with the Golden State Warriors. And then the question just becomes, do they go out and make some moves and trade some of their younger pieces to bring in some vets so that they could compete for another NBA championship? Last thing I want to get into here, real quick, Laker fans. On this day in 2000, in 2000 the Lakers defeated the Pacers 116-111, to 111, Game 6 of the Finals to win their first championship in the Shaq and Kobe era. I'm reading this off of KBS Lake Show 24, start of the dynasty. Um, you know the reason why I want to read this more than anything else? Um, it's the first NBA championship I got to experience as a Laker fan. Uh, I started late Showtime era, and um, it, it was basically when it was over. The, the, the Lakers were not winning championships under the – um, the Vlade Divac, Eldon Campbell, and Sam Perkins days with Magic Johnson. That wasn't happening. So that was my first championship. So I look back on that, man, it takes me back to so many memories. That was my favorite NBA championship as a Laker fan because it was the first as a fan. And I was so happy to see Shaquille O'Neal get an NBA championship because at that point he had been in the league for the while. Remember, Kobe was only in the league four years by the time they got their first chip. The guy had... Um, three championships by the time he was seven years in the league, but for Shaq, it was kind of that monkey off his back, and now he could be considered one of the great centers. Lakers went on to do what they did, one of three NBA championships. So that was uh, all the way back in 2000 today. Um, okay, quick shout-outs here. Thank you to Michael Funches. Thank you to Laura Romo. Thank you to Mario Ruiz. Laker fans, always appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Catch the full show on the podcast, ESPNLA.com. If you missed it, LA, have a great rest of your night.